This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete show. I've got burn on my finger. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a Thursday, Luke. How the devil are you? You're wearing a lovely jumper. We're in the same studio as each other. Yeah, I'm bloody good, thanks. Mm. I, you didn't comment on my jumper before. I didn't, no. I didn't um, like it back then. It's, it's, I've grown on it. So no, this jump- it's grown on me. Hello, everyone. It's nice to, to, to speak to mm. you on this uh, on this uh, probably disgustingly damp <laughs> Thursday. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, you've just got to get through it, mate. Mm. Um, this jumper is a good jumper. I'm pleased you noticed it. I like it. The problem I have with it, which is a problem with a lot of the jumpers I wear, mm. it's wool. So right. difficult to wash. How do you? How do you? What are your techniques? What are your techniques? My technique usually is to put it in the washing machine because I forgot small. on because it's so small that my wife gets a free jumper. Oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's good that they can be reused. It's though. not good. Stretched out. That's she's, cool. She's got about four hundred of them, and I've got none now. <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to either hand wash it. Oh, boring. Or I believe you might even have to have it dry clean. Boring. Two boring solutions. The clothes should not exist that do that. It's like in Kirby Enthusiasm when he gets on the high horse about the unwritten rule of the dry cleaners. What's the unwritten rule of the Sometimes they lose something and it goes to someone else, but sometimes you get something. <laughs> and he's like, I never get anything. I always get my stuff lost. I never get anything back. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much. You are wearing a very nice tweed jacket today. Is that tweed or houndstooth? I think it's houndstooth yeah, I think design. It well, I think it might actually be wool, to be honest, but yeah. It's been been through the ring of this one. So it's only got um, one inside pocket, which I find quite upsetting. Yeah. Where do I keep my keys? No, like, you want... It. Yeah, I, I found it as I've got older, more and more I've found the existence of a large set of keys mm. annoying. My keys have only gotten bigger over the past few months with my scooter and stuff. Oh yeah, how's the scooter going? Fine, it's cold today. I should have worn my gloves. Did you ride it in today? I did ride it in today. Well, I rode it to, to the station and <laughs> then got on the train. How long would it take? Is, it? How long it would... wouldn't take me about an hour and a half because I, I can't go on any motorways. <laughs> You should definitely do that. Yeah, have a crack, yeah. You should definitely I'll wait do till that. it gets a bit warmer. It's a bit safer, though, because you wouldn't necessarily come into contact with anyone else. Good point, good point, yeah. yeah. So safer for them. <laughs> so you rode, how long does it take you to ride to the station? About two minutes. Have you got a good lock for it? Uh, mm, I bought, and I, I couldn't lock it at one point because um, the key was, was not working and I could not figure it out for love nor money. Um, so I just kind of like positioned it as if it was locked. Right. So some enterprising scooter thief could have been uh, could, have, could have had a free could have had a free scooter I was what? talking about this in the Rumble what happened to the scooter gangs yeah the scooter I saw, gangs I saw one over scooter... Christmas I sent you a video of them what like I said no but like the scooter gangs who steal mobile phones remember oh you still be get up them. and down like COVID yeah, probably kind of Bedford kind of COVID probably right okay the ones I respect Bedford. the most are the ones that just plough themselves into shop windows and just grab all the watches 
Is that scoot? Are those scooters? Yeah. There? Oh, really? Wow. Sometimes I do that. Yeah. That's brave, isn't it? It's it's mad. Just bow- <laughs> but I think <laughs> COVID's put a stop to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say to you, where, where's your helmet? You put it in the little. Put it in the front of the seat, mate. Sits under the seat. Oh, it's 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 ah. it's a the Wangy One Two Five T. Yeah. It really is the ride of a generation. So that few, that few minutes <laughs> Not ride from, from your house to the station, is that, that's a good part of the day for you, it's is a it? Good part is it, it is. fun? It's quite fun. Yeah, I love it. I, lo- it I love fun. it. I'm a real speed demon, mate. I'm thinking about getting one. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting excited. I am a bit, getting yeah. excited. May I recommend one of those? I, I saw like a picture of like an 80 scooter. And do you remember when like in the 80s, all of the scooter um, lights would be square? Yeah, and they'd be like they just they were like horrible like Yamaha Japanese concoctions, and they looked so eighties. They did look good. So the the you kind the, of fancy that the absolute pin up of the genre, right? What? So when I when I was seventeen, mm. sixteen, seventeen, mm. I had a Peugeot moped, right? Which became quite fashionable at the time. Mm. And um, I think what happened was this is the measure of the person I was when I was that age. I think <laughs> I think my granddad might have given me a bit of money for my education. <laughs> For your education, he said. I think he said, "Oh, this is when you go to university." Oh, right. Okay. But I decided only a small amount. We're, talk, well, we're, talk, we're talking about probably uh, fifteen hundred quid, maybe. Right. Okay. But I mean, to be honest, if I know you, and and I think you, you, you know you certainly. Uh, I hope so. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would have been pissed up the wall if you're if you university. Well, no. The, so this is a good. This no, is a good but investment. The, but the thing was. I then did so badly in my A-level, oh, right. it was no longer an option. Ah. So I had this money mm. and I said to my granddad, well, look, I've got a job now. Mm. It'd be really cool if I could. I mean, I'm not quite old enough or, or I haven't passed my test to get a car. Mm. Could I spend it on a scooter instead? Yeah. And to be fair to him, he was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. And so I got one. Anyway, the point being, I got one and I was in a little um, moped scooter gang with my pals, mm. right? And we three of us had one. Mm. And my friend Mark... Uh, Mark Dunford, who I've talked to you about before, right. he come, he's coming here before. He, he's um, he does a load of newspaper coverage for the Rambles. Oh, that's stuff. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a Honda Vision, Honda, Vision. and this is in about nineteen ninety six, and it was quite old then. So that might have even been a late eighties Honda Vision. Yes, and that now that's what I'm talking about. Honda Vision, uh, one of the, I mean, I guess that's uh, what's the type in Honda Vision nineteen ninety two or something. Nineteen nineties. There we go. Um, that sort of thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Exactly Lovely like that. square And it was just so cool. Lights. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh. But the problem was, his could only go about 32 miles an hour. <laughs> and mine could go about 38. Right. So I used to get a little bit frustrated. Why do you need to go that fast? You were young and free back then. 38 miles an hour Didn't care about the fast, danger. It? It's not a far. Honda Vision 50, white, beautiful. Yeah. This has now become a scooter podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about ren, cool ren. Get some, scooters some, from the... Put some sound effects on it. Natalie, put some... Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> But some vroom, 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 vroom. It cannot be a motorbike. It has to be a, a Honda. It has to be a Honda Vision. Yeah, uh, it's good from the nineties. So I, I saw when I was in town on Boxing Day. I saw a um, a little scooter gang, as in the gang who like ride around Vespers and just with their parkers on, not committing right. crimes. Okay. And I sent you a video of it. Yes. Yeah, 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 you did, yeah. I thought you might have been involved. <laughs> sadly, sadly, you were not. I don't think they allow L plates and you got you got to go for your proper test. No. And um, I'll tell you what would be a really cool... So, you know, I, I said to you before that on Boxing Day, I came into the town, into London, and there was no one around and it was really fun. I went to Richmond Park on Sunday. Yeah. And it was busy because obviously it's one of the only things that people can actually do recreationally mm. now. Um, but we kept our social distancing. It was fine. We had a nice walk. But have you been to Richmond Park? 
I walk, I used to walk across it a lot when I'd get off at the wrong um, station when I had to get to Gunnersbury because that line's a bit of a shit shot. I mean, that is a walk. I, I know, it's a walk. I used to go like Scion Lane and kind of like stroll back. No, I think yeah. you're thinking of Osterley Park. I think of uh, Osterley. I remember, yeah, I remember sort of walking like certain parts. Yeah, I've walked through Richmond Park. Richmond it's Park, very, very pretty. it's about... Probably be about three and a half miles long. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's about two tube stations worth of of of. of right. Anyway, distance. I was just I was just going to say if you could have that whole park mm. to yourself, with, or maybe a scrambler, uh, yeah. that'd be amazing. Yes. Like absolutely tearing it up. Yeah, I'd want I'd want four wheels. I think just to Quad. handle all of the. Uh, yeah, I'd, I want to handle uh, all of the lumps and bumps. But yeah, quads are one of those stunning. things that are like a lot more. They seem to be a lot more dangerous than you'd think. They seem to flip quite a lot. Am I thinking just because of Rick Mayo fell off one of them almost died? He did, yeah. Didn't Ozzy Osbourne as well? Didn't Mike Carroll, the uh, the lottery lout? Did he? Didn't he? Didn't he? Wasn't he big into that sort of thing? So I, I think straight off the top of our head, and the Hardy Boys. Is it, is it not weird that straight off the top of our heads we can think of three famous people who hurt themselves <laughs> on quads? Because you never see quads. No, exactly. so they must be dangerous. They Death must. Traps. They, they seem to be more dangerous than horses, yeah. which is mad. Well, it just, Pilot Neil might might pipe up, but uh, I would say the uh, there was something forty seven percent of the flights took off last year, and yet there were more deaths. Thanks How to come? The, I think the Pakistani um, jet that went down, and right. there was another one as well that went down. Okay. It was the it was the one shot down the, by the Iranians, wasn't it? Remember? Oh man, that feels like it was about ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was January, I think it was. So that wow. absolutely kind of buoyed those figures. Just don't shoot down passenger jet guys, no. passenger jets guys. That was frightening when that one mm. happened over Ukraine. That was frightening. Mm. I mean, it's all any kind of plane crash is frightening anyway. And I think the reason for that. And yeah, Pilot Neil or Pilot Rob or Pilot whoever can get in touch because we've got a, a, a burgeoning and very close-knit pilot community listening pilot to Pilot lights. Show. Our pilot yeah. lights. But Peter, the yes. idea of a plane crash is frightening anyway. But let mm. me let me just tell you something now. You know when someone's scared of flying mm. and I know phobia is something different because phobia is completely psychological and you probably need some kind of treatment for that mm. because that's like when it crosses over into something medical, mm. right? If you're sort of medium frightened of flying and someone will always say to you, you know, it's the safest way to travel or whatever, you're much more likely to crash your car than you are to crash a plane. Mm. But when you're going to be in a plane crash, I mean, the writing is on the wall, right? If you're going to be in a car crash, it doesn't seem as scary because you think, rightly or wrongly, that you're probably going to walk away. Yeah. Because yeah. you're on the ground. Yeah, because yeah, that's the big factor in it. Yeah. yeah. And the, if you find yourself in the air in a car, you're like, yeah, this could go hardly. And, and, I've, and I've asked this before and you've never answered it satisfactorily. What? Why doesn't everyone just have a parachute under their seat? Because you because you probably got limited time to get out of the plane. You, the most like what if you can't get off the back of the plane? Because if you get off the front of the plane, you probably end up in the engine. Like there's a lot of like physical. But the landing the landing speed of a seven four seven, which is massive, mm. is only about one hundred and seventy miles an hour. It's not that fast. Mm. So if you if you brought them right down to landing speed, <laughs> landing speed, and everyone could just jump out with a parachute. Yeah, but if you, ha- you you would have to jump out behind the engines. But yeah, what if you've got the en- what have you got engines over the t- over the over the top bit of the, uh, the, f- the seven four seven doesn't have that, does it? No, but like, but there's would you not get burned up by the engines? Would you like the engines are too powerful? Would you not like get like heat heat problems? I'm just saying smoke inhalation. You've got lack of oxygen. You've got all this stuff that you've got to factor. And you, your nah, best because he's got to bring the, the plane lower. He's got to bring the plane lower. So the best, so, yeah. But so I. I think maybe jumping out of that uh, a plane at that speed might be like with that size of of plane might be problematic. I don't know. I, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, right? And I haven't thought this through. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you couldn't get the door open at, at height, surely? 
No, well, well, let me put it another way. If the, if the pilot's got enough control to take it down to a... So everyone get off. Yeah. It got enough time. He's probably not got enough time to empty the plane well, I'm before is, he like crashes. Bus, and what about him? Like on the bus, you better press a button. <laughs> so I want to get off now. But what I'm saying is plane travel is so prevalent now. <laughs> should they not have solved this problem? Uh, what do you mean? The, 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 it's safer for the, for the pilot to get. I think statistically it would be safer for the pilot. So many variables of people, A, not being able to run a parachute. B, yeah. like everyone would die compared to, let's, let's, let's have the pilot land it. No, because people die in plane crashes. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Right. If the guy can, if a guy can land a plane, then he can land a plane. It's no problem. Right. I'm talking about the writings on the wall stuff. A writing on the wall situation. Right. Right. Which I think we all know what I'm talking about. I don't want to be too morose at the start of the year. But a nine eleven. No. Right. No. Where's that come from? Well, I'm trying to think. The writing on the writing of the wall plane incidents. Well, I'm just saying, if a plane comes down, you're dead. <sighs> Not necessarily, though. People have, like, whole fuselage has been torn to bits and they've still landed the plane. Yeah. And I, I watched this guy called um, Mentor Pilot. He's, yeah, Mentor Pilot. He's this kind of, he's got this beautiful kind of sort of Swiss accent, I think, and he, and he runs through um, all, of these, all of these plane crashes and how good the pilots were to get it down, you know, uh, and uh, what the rules and regulations are, you know, pertaining to landing a plane in that condition and, and how these people managed to rescue it and stuff. And he's, uh, I was watching one, Antonov, uh, the, the engine failure and a runway excursion. It went too far and, yeah. and, and knocked down a few fences and stuff. And he goes through all of the... What, what the pilots did wrong, what the pilots did right, and how they were amazing uh, to, to, to land it. Um, but he's got two little dogs as well, which just makes it better. So the dogs are just always... What, just can, he in... normally, can he normally go for... What are his credentials? He's a pilot. <laughs> but, <laughs> pilot can, and, and can he normally interpret how things are going and stuff? Well, yeah, because there's obviously a report, and it's all public, isn't it, in, in many cases, yeah. unless you're uh, working under the, the Iron Curtain and stuff. Like, they're usually pretty public about what, what's went on, the data that they're given after the pi- after the the yeah. plane goes down and stuff, so it's uh, it's all pretty out there in most cases. Um, it's fascinating. It fascinating. is. I'm going to change the subject ever so slightly right, and say that um, I'm really sad that MF Doom died. Yes. Sad. Sad start to the year. That it's, it's someone that you've talked about with great uh, in glowing terms for a very long time, Luke. I, I can't pretend to know much of his music, but he uh, it came he out. Certainly touched you. Well, it came out on New Year's Eve. That he had died a couple of years, a couple of months before. That's amazing. Which is quite that, mad like, for. But I think that's quite magical for for a character who, kind of, you know, you didn't really know what he looked like in the main. No, uh, it was a bit kiss with makeup kind of thing, uh, and he managed to, and they managed to sort of keep it keep it under wraps for that length of time. He amazing, he really. was a, a really interesting character, and his mm. music was fascinating. I wouldn't profess to be an expert or anything like that, but his uh, the music of his I've heard I really like. He's an amazing. Um, rapper and and um artist and he's the rapper's a, rapper wasn't he just a, like, yeah just like favorite, a fascinating character yeah because i went to see him live with andy brassel mm. right and um it was it was a mad experience because the sound or a man was in ter- andy andy brassel's mask could have been could have been <laughs> um, but it was a mad experience because the music the sound quality was just terrible mm. but it was just amazing to see him in the flesh and you could tell the reverence people in the audience had it was at Brixton Academy so yeah. it was like a big show the reverence that people held him in just by being present in front of him because he was known as this like um like legendary rapper basically as you said like your your favourite rapper's favourite rapper Danny Kelly who's a friend of mine and I've worked with him before obviously as well he said um 
he said in, on Twitter, 2020 saves another hammer blow for the very last knocking, because of course it broke on New Year's mm. Eve. My musical hero, MF Doom, has died at 49, the family have announced. The finest rapper ever, and I believe one of the great manipulators of the English language, born in London, a gift to the world. And it's a really, the reason I read that tweet out is because Danny said that to me before. Now, Danny's someone who's got, I think he owns, I mean, he wouldn't be as, 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 um, as bold to say this himself, but I think he's got one of the largest record collections in the UK. Yeah. And he's got this massive barn that he's built to host, host all these records. Mm. And uh, he's got every single MF Doom record that's ever been released. Mm. And, I, and I never, ever thought Danny would be like a big MF Doom fan. He's not really in like the, because like, you know, I just, he just didn't seem like he'd be yeah. in, the, in the Venn diagram. But he said to me once, oh yeah, look, I just think he's, the way he manipulates the English language, I've never heard anyone do it like that before. Mm. So if you get a chance, I completely agree. Give, give, it, give it a listen. Give, listen to the Mad Villain album or listen to M Food, which is really good. Um, and, and pay a little tribute to it to, to one of the great rappers, one of the cleverest rappers around who sadly passed away only 49 years old. Um, it was announced on New Year's Eve. Give it a go. He always wore a mask. That's not the main thing about him, but it is a quite a, a recognisable aspect of it, mm. I suppose. And he said that um, the reason he wore the mask always is because he's been, he was involved in hip-hop music from a very, very young age, from like, I think from the late 80s. Yeah. And he said he he saw hip hop music moving from, in his opinion, being about finding the best beats, rapping, being the best rapper, to about image and about commercial mm. appeal and all that kind of stuff, and about people coming in and turning a commercial dollar out of what it was, and yeah. being all about image. And he said, the only way I can get people to work out how good a rapper I am is to completely take my image away. Mm. So he's put a mask on, so I've never seen in public yeah. without a mask on. I just think that's a really fascinating idea. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, for a number of different reasons, you're a fascinating guy. Uh, well worth a listen if you get a chance, um, which you would be able to because he's on Spotify and you could do it for free. But I would recommend you support his estate as well by a purchase <laughs> or two. I, Legendary character. I like that he um, could never afford remote control cars uh, when he was a kid, so as as he grew up, he um and, and made a bit of money. He would just buy the biggest collection of like remote control cars. That appeals to you, that right? That appeals to me because <laughs> that's the kind of thing you do. Not not you know don't know his music, but oh, I can I can I can appreciate that sentiment. Well, often he was seen riding his moped to Berkhamsted Station <laughs> as well. So it's a big crossover there. Anyway, should we have a little break? Yeah. And then right. When we come back, we'll um, do some emails and chat some more. All right then. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week on Stakhanov. Join the self-care club as they trial out all those January health kicks. Listen as they put themselves to the test with Couch to 5K, Dry January and loads more. I think that evening was probably... The closest you and I have ever come to having a bit of a Barney. Which we didn't really? have, but we nearly had one. It could have tipped into Bruges. <laughs> and why not check out the latest episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy, where Roberto Martinez reflects on the highs and lows of his managerial career and the lessons he's drawn from 14 years at the top of the game. When you're a young coach, you almost feel that you want to answer every doubt or every question mark that there is surrounding your position and out there. And then the older that you get, you understand that you cannot stop that. It's impossible. You need to affect the headlines of tomorrow. And that's the real power of working in football and being the manager. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. And we're back with Luca Beach Show on a Thursday. Oh, I've got an eyelash, eyelash out of place. It's stabbing me in the cortex, so to speak. Cortex. Stabbing me in the eye. Cornea. Cornea. What is the mm. cortex? Cort- you can have a cortex of an eye, couldn't can you? you? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I thought cortex was just the middle. Welcome back to the Luke and Pete Show, <laughs> as Peter has just said. Um, did you see there's a 10-year-old um, weightlifter planning to open her own gym? It's going to kick your ass. That's yeah. right. Yeah. People shouldn't be doing that at ten. It's Have a bit. Fun. It's a bit Cristiano Ronaldo's son, isn't it? Doing those yeah. crunches. Did yeah. you see? Did you see uh, over the weekend? There was that um, Bean Dad that everyone was talking about. So I, I saw this trending, yeah. but I didn't bother investigating. It's actually further. quite hard to figure out what the fuck everyone's talking about. Yeah. Um, dickhead on Twitter, Dad um, is um, he's he's sat in the house and his kid says, "I'm hungry, Dad. Dad, I'm hungry." He's like, "Make some food then." And she goes, oh, I can't, I don't know what, like, what do I eat? She, and he goes, beans. Mm. And uh, she, so she grabs a can of beans and it hasn't got one of those ring pull things on the top. So she's like, I don't, I don't know how to open this. Right. And he's like, oh, this can be a learning experience for my child. And for right. the next six hours, him and his hungry child, let's face it. Uh, how old is the child? Uh, she's nine. Right. Uh, she's, she's trying, uh, uh, he is forcing her to figure out without help how to use uh, a bottle opener, a, a can opener. What, and filming it and putting it on the internet? Not filming it, but literally describing in, in, in excruciating detail why, uh, you know, how, how this has come about and, and, and how she's uh, going about, uh, systematically going about opening this can and stuff. Right. And, and, and he's sort of like, oh, she doesn't know how to use this can opener because I've never taught her. And the fundam- like he's missing the fundamentals here. His child is hungry. Yeah. And he refuses to feed her because he thinks this is a learning experience. In fact, but he's never taught how to use a fucking can opener. Give her a bean a minute until she figures <laughs> it out. But everyone wins, are, then, don't they? People are kind of sort of extrapolating this and sort of going, "This is what conservative America is." Like they've not given anybody any chance uh, in life, but they're but they're sort of going, "You do on you do do it on your own. Do do it on your own. Figure it out yourself, and 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 we won't help you." Uh, so every so all of the the Mitch McConnells in this world are you being dad effectively they're going just oh, okay. so, so people are so it's, saying it's a, it's a nice little allegory for, for life it's a metaphor for life how do you feel about it 
I think he's a bellend. And the worst thing about it, and the worst thing about it is, bellend dad. It kind of reminds me of my dad watching me try to solder a guitar uh, lead together, uh, and him laughing at how bad I was at soldering, even though he'd never taught me how to fucking solder the bellend. So, yeah. Bean Dad Donaldson, yeah. very much he is part of that. But um, he, uh, the worst thing was that he started the tweet by going, "My kid's shouting that she's hungry," um, and uh, while I'm trying to do a jigsaw. Oh my god! <laughs> this guy's such a dick. Oh god. So he obviously liberal America are kind of like rounded on this this idiot, and and, and conservative America have rounded on this idiot. So the liberals, the, the liberals are sort of saying, liberal pinkers this is crying, 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 beanie tears, yeah, <laughs> uh, about it, and, yeah. and and conservative America going, well, she should learn how to use a, a can opener. So I mean, I'm, I'm finding out about this for the first time. Mm. And it's making me sad, sad. <laughs> to be honest, that this has not only give, happened. Kids, some some beans, accessible beans. Because I think I think. To <laughs> Why me, are we even using tin cans anymore? Well, this is the thing. Can we not have like a a, a reopen and and re reclosable plastic kind of like cardboardy like waxed cardboard well, kind of thing for beans? If you buy a um, multi pack of beans, mm. why is there four cans of beans in there? You don't get you don't get the ring pull ones. Do you not? I think I might be able to save some money. What? Yeah. What? But if you buy a single one, so I only buy the small cans, single. Oh, little babas. Yeah, because that's all I need, really. Do you get? Do you not have those little plastic ones that are in a yogurt pot? No, because they're, they're they're more expensive for no for no reason. <laughs> well, they're easier to open, aren't they? No, but it's not it's not difficult to open the ring pull ones. Would it be acceptable for the dad to say to his kid, "All right, you're hungry. Cool. Let's I'm, make something. I'm going to give you 15 minutes to try and work this out." And yeah, can't, not six hours. I'll show six you. hours, he said. That's too long. It's too long. That is too long, isn't it? Six hours is too long. Yeah. Because no nine-year-old is going to get better at something after six hours. We've got to get worse, if anything. we get tired. Well, you, would, would you chuck her in the swimming pool and give her six hours <laughs> to swim? No, you wouldn't. I mean, you, I mean, we we get emails like that uh, about men in people's lives who've uh, decided that their kid or their child needs to learn something the hard yeah. way. And we, we, we get this all the time, and it's... Oh. I, yeah, I, I, it's not something I'm broadly in in, um, in favour of. Favor of. I, Unless we get a good email about it. I was saying that um, Sorry. this this ten year old person is starting their own gym, and I, I just think that's first of all, at ten years old, your body's probably still growing. Mm. You probably shouldn't be doing weights. Your your body's still making those gains. <laughs> getting <laughs> small. True. Look, if puberty is not puberty, mother nature's small. making the gains it's for you. Small, mate. But Pete, I'm just saying, if I don't know this, but I presume. If you're under a certain age, you probably shouldn't be lifting weights, right? I think the studies have suggested that it's fine, but right. I mean, what do you? I saw a kid running around a park quite recently, and she had an iPod on, and she was just dressed like a jogger, and she was just jogging around the park. Mm. And I know you're broadly in favour of running around in that for no good reason, yeah. in my opinion. Well, there is a good reason. <laughs> I don't want to drop down dead. And uh, yeah, she, 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 yeah. So that, that's no, so the this, reason. But, but, but for her, she, was, she couldn't have been older than eight or nine. So this, like, this, Jesus. this happens a lot in the posh area near where I live. Right. Mums and uh, so mom, dads and and kids. I, I, dads and kids. I'm, I'm gonna be um, generous and say that because the last year or so has been tough for all kids playing organised sport, mm. maybe they just want to keep fit and active yeah. by doing that. But they've seen adults do it and mm. they've seen lots of... Because, you know, you see a lot of um, adverts for that type of stuff now, particularly yeah. on places like Instagram and right. keeping fit and like and all that type of stuff. But <clears throat> generally speaking, it happens in the posh area near where I live all the time. You'll see... Mm. And I'm not just saying this because they're speeding past me, but you see like <laughs> 10, 11, 12-year-old kids out for actual runs, yeah. which was never a thing when we were a kid. Defeating their PBs. It was not worth it. 
No, and we sound like old men, but I just I, there's something about kids jogging men. around, tearing it around the park, trying to you know on their Stravas. Sorry, my smartwatch just telling me to take a break and get active. Oh right, I'm okay. a podcaster. I'm a podcast mate. I am active. Is that like your smartwatch? I just, it's a Garmin. Ooh. Laura Kirk recommended it to me. Lovely. Is that got? Is that uh, turnable? That thing? No, you, just, you get for it, go for it, like flick it out go, like that. What games has it got? <laughs> it's got no games. <laughs> go, 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 it go. might have a game actually. I haven't checked. Snick. But my, my pulse rate is still very low for this uh, high pressure environment. Well, so I'm pleased. You, have you heard? Speaking of that, have you heard? Um, possibly apocryphal, but the story of um, that um, when Apollo 11 was about was on the launch pad. Uh, I think it was Apollo 11. It could have been a different one. I want to say it was Apollo 11 and Buzz Aldrin. They're about to take off to become the first people on the moon. Yeah. Right. And they're on the launch pad. The world's watching them. And apparently Buzz Aldrin's pulse was the same as normal. It's just, I think they were tapping it going, is this, is this broke? He's still around like a 55%, 55 beats a minute pulse. He's probably saying when he punched that, that block. Oh, that's brilliant. Listen, it's the best story ever. It's the did, best. Did Buzz Aldrin die recently? No, he's still alive. He's still, alive. He's still with oh. us at time of Fair recording. Play. Yeah, Pulse rate, exactly the same. Yeah, I think Michael Collins died fairly recently and Neil Armstrong died before him, but right. Buzz Aldrin's still knocking about. Lovely. Still doing Lovely. his thing. Still running this Get Your Ass to Mars campaign, <laughs> which I love. Anyway, let's do an email or two. All right, then. Um, oh, well, I should probably get in touch. I should probably um, speak about the people who've got in touch, read their battery brands. Mm-hmm. Noah Roth has put forward a Viridian Tactical Energy battery. Viridian Tactical Energy sounds like the sort of quest that you would do on Mass Effect or Star Wars or something, Star Trek. I was going to say it sounded a bit like a erection aid. Uh, do it again. Viridian Tactical Viridian Energy. Energy. Maybe, yeah. So you wouldn't, I've saw a meme going around or maybe just some kind of like uh, nonsense about the, the, the some anti-vaxxers put it around where uh, there's been a study suggesting that if you inject it into the penis it, it goes around the body quicker. Um, I don't know what, it, I don't know people why someone's made it, I presume to kind of scare people into not having the vaccine or not signing up for the vaccine because they're going to put it in your pee-pee. It just, it, people are making it up. They're just <laughs> making things up. Anyway, that is a new player, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. Viridian, yeah. Viridian Tactical Energy found, sounds amazing. New player. Congratulations to you, mm, Noah. Alex well done, um, at Indius Maximus, which is a good Twitter name, yeah. has submitted Sexy Battery, Lithium sexy LR41. Sexy Battery. Sexy Battery is definitely a new one. <laughs> yes. Um, beautiful. I, I don't know. I can't really work out the context of that, but mm. it's definitely on there. Extra Endurance Alkaline Sexy Battery. Why does it say strong flavour? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it reminds me of when you made me taste that Switch game. Oh, yeah. Sexy. Hang on. Sexy. Oh, God. You're right. Had a banana. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. Fine. Oh, so it's sexy batteries specifically um, designed for um, Marlades. Oh, okay, right. So, yeah. It's you don't all... need a special type of battery, though. Surely they're universal. Well, I think some batteries are um, more useful for um, things that drive motors rather than things that would drive a Game Boy, for example. Because they're, yeah. they're different kinds of I power. had a hell of a time finding the battery for my car key. Oh, right, okay, yeah. That was a, yeah. that was absolute murder. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's also a, a new player entering the game, so congratulations to you as well. Alex, I would like to read this email, Peter, mm. from an entrepreneurial kid. His name, well, his name is Mike. He's now an adult, obviously. And he says, hello, gents, and a happy new year. On the subject of the kid who had his DJ equipment confiscated for having a toilet rave, it reminded me of my entrepreneurial pirating scheme <laughs> from late 90s slash early 2000s. Donaldson, and this is right up your street. Mm-hmm. Um, every week, he says, I would rent the latest PlayStation game from Blockbuster 
or as Peter might know, in the northeast it was called Ritz. Ritz, I forgot Ritz. Was it called Ritz? Yeah, I don't think it was actually called Ritz, but I think it was a competing company. Maybe. Yeah, Ritz was a cinema where I'm from. Mm. Anyway, um, I'd immediately make a master copy of the game and return it to the rental shop. How do you do that? What do you mean, as in? He said I, I would rent a game from Blockbuster, latest game, PlayStation game, and mm. make a master copy before returning it to the rental shop. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be a master copy, would it? it would, no. You'd be, you'd be. Well, I mean, you'd copy it on a on a on a CD. Would you um, not get degradation out. of quality though? No, one to one, man. Like that's why CDs were so good because it's either a one or a zero. You know. Oh, it's digital. And so okay. digital. He said I would then subsequently create mass copies of said game with the cover artwork and using an actual CD printer machine to sell at school. I used to make a small fortune for a 14 slash 15 year old most weeks. <laughs> and I must say, they looked incredible for a teenage bedroom job. A teenager's bedroom job. How do, how do you, so how do you even do that? Well, you would, what hardware do you need? I just, uh, just, uh, um, well, actually with a PC, you just need a CD writer. So, if, you know, a 40 quid CD writer, two speed. I'm stunned. Keep the errors down. But I'm stunned that the companies making these games wouldn't see that. Well, you would have to have a chipped PlayStation or a slide tool or something, depending on what right. era of... Uh, there's always ways of getting around copyright. Okay. Yeah. Don't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> anyway, Mike gone to say, one day we were having bag inspections at PE as one of the kids got caught smoking and I was absolutely <laughs> shitting my pants because I had six copies of Crash Bandicoot and eight copies of Eminem's latest album to sell in the afternoon. <laughs> Luckily, the bag inspection never reached as far as me and I lived to pirate another day. Mm. I did, however, get banned from a very early day's eBay for selling bootleg Oasis live recordings for up to £20 a CD. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Mike. Mike doesn't actually say what he's doing now for a job. He's, uh, he sounds like he should be on Dragon's Den. He's the head of uh, the Silk Road uh, underground. <laughs> Yeah, this is him, Mike. Um, selling guns. Mike, inventor of the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, I've just popped uh, power at sexybattery.com uh, into the hello at lunkpitcher.com email uh, machine, uh, and basically, um, if you want to become an, a sexy battery distributor, yeah, uh, they've got an email address there. So I'm going to write a little email. Yeah, I'm just, I'm li- literally going to write subject sexy batteries, and then the actual body of the email. Seriously, guys. What the heck is this all about? See what they say. All about. Do you reckon they get a lot of inquiries? Probably not. To be Mike, honest. listen, thanks for your email. Email us again. Let us know what you're doing now. Um, I'll be really disappointed if it's something boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. So um, fingers crossed he comes back to us and mm. lets us know. Um, we had loads of emails this week. We've probably run out of time now, though, so we'll do um, a few more uh, on Monday's show, Ooh. I'm sure. Back on Monday the 11th for more of this nonsense. Shout out to you all for listening. Thanks for sticking with us through 2020. We hope you do the same throughout 2021, which we also hope will be a far better year for all of us. Pete Donaldson, thank you very much as ever. Um, say goodbye. Say well. It's a goodbye from me as well. See you Monday. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.